Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, October 12th, 2020. Today we are reviewing another new Netflix movie, Enola Holmes, starring Millie Bobby Brown. Is that her name? Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill and Cavill. others. Henry Cavill and others. Uh, it is a Sherlock Holmes movie slash spinoff slash kind of not really a spinoff because Sherlock Holmes is still a major player in the movie. It just um, focuses on his sister. Yeah, so a little bit of a detective movie, Netflix original. Um, we're going to talk about that, and I think that's it. That's all we got for this week. Let's get into it. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hulk smash! They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. All right, Jason. When Enola home Sherlock. What the did fuck? you just say? Why is that hyphened? It says when Enola Holmes hyphen Sherlock's. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. When Enola Holmes Sherlock's teen sister discuss this person just aggressively he's one, two, three. What are you on? IMDB. There's just three hyphens. I don't know if any of them need to be there. <laughs> when Enola Holmes, comma, Sherlock's teen sister discovers her mother's missing. She sets off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right, 
as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous conspiracy around a mysterious young lord. Yeah. That's a description of the movie. Yeah, that's a fair description. I would I would say that's exactly what happened. Directed by Harry Bradbeer, Jason. Do you know what else he's done? Oh, hey, I know hint. this guy. Give me a hint. Oh, wait. Maybe this is a different guy. No, I don't know. I was asking you. Oh, no. <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was like a notable movie. Uh, Fleabag. He's a director on that. That's a pretty good TV show I hear. I've never seen it. Uh, oh, this was made in the UK. There's a lot or of... like released in the country UK. I don't know. I don't know a lot of TV stuff. Um, this looks like his first movie, really. Millie Bobby Brown was, is the girl from Stranger Things, I learned, as I was watching this. Yes, she is 11. She's 16. In the, oh, oh, in that's the show, her name, her name is show. 11. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> I was already age-checking her. Is that bad? Just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that's a little problematic, Jay. No, because me and Riley were talking about it, and I said she looked like she was 12, and then I looked her up, and she was 16. Claims to be in her early 20s at points in this film. No, she's well. Yeah, I think she says she's sixteen in the like her actual age is sixteen, but she lies, says she's like twenty-two. Yeah, not true. Um, haven't seen her. I guess she's in Godzilla. Yep. Um, never seen. I saw one uh, episode of Stranger Things, season one, episode one. Got scared. Never saw it again. I watched the entire first season. I'm watching. It's not two, three, or four. Nope. Or five now. Nope. Uh, she was in the video short of Maroon Five featuring Cardi B, Girls Like You, Volume Two. Is Volume Two? She was also in a Volume One. She played Girl. Where other girls were like her? Uh, she was in Modern Family for an episode. Okay. And Grey's Anatomy for an episode. Or just cameo. NCIS for an episode. She has names, so it's probably just like a side character. Well, yeah, cameo. Um, and that's about it. And Stranger Things. And this movie. She's very famous from Stranger Things. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> um, but a lot of people do. A lot of people know who Henry Cavill is, a.k.a. Superman, who's not Superman anymore, but is Superman? No one really knows. No, well, he is. We're just going to go with his. Did you see... Okay, this is unrelated. But did you see... I saw a tweet that was like... It was something about... I see, now I'm fucking up because I don't remember the exact tweet. But it was something <laughs> about them having to do even more reshoots for the Snyder Cut or something. And like someone quote tweeted. They're like, oh, but it's the same movie, just different shots. And like people were making fun of it. Yeah, no, they have scheduling for more reshoots and everything. Um, <laughs> that's not the Snyder Cut. This is a new movie. This is a, we released it, see what people like, what they don't like. No, I know, but it's funny. just course. It's just funny. Yeah, I just, because DC is trying to pass it off as a different cut of the same movie. Yeah. Which it's not. This is a movie they are making with hindsight. Why don't they just make Justice League 2? Because this is the, <laughs> this is what's going to replace it. In the, oh, as canon? Yeah. And they're just going to pretend like that's a, make a bad, if the MCU ever makes a bad movie, just remake it, put it on Disney Plus's, and that'll be canon. Just yeah. remake Incredible Hulk now with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. And that's canon. I mean, arguably, they probably had technology. They could just, like, CGI his face on the shots. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Just like a <laughs> Snapchat face swap of Mark Ruffalo in the whole movie. Um, the other person in this, like, the third main character, Sam Claflin, plays her other brother. He's oh. in stuff. He's in Hunger Games. That's where I fucking know him from. What's his name in this movie? Holmes. Mr. Holmes. What's his first name? Minecraft. You know what I was calling him the whole time? Minecraft. Yes. Damn, was, how'd was you a, know? That was a really easy one to pick up uh, on, Jay. Damn it. The whole time I was asking I didn't Riley. have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure that one out. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> I was exaggerating it. Like, I would just keep saying, like, oh, what's Minecraft doing? My, like, Minecraft this, Minecraft that. Like, totally being annoying. Like, totally, like annoying, like, dad in his 40s material. I said Minecraft, like, 150 times today. Because, <laughs> yeah, when they first said his name, I was like, Minecraft? And she's like, no, it's not fucking Minecraft. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just kept saying it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and then you got Ebola Holmes, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yep. Tewksbury. Cool name there. Lady Tewksbury. And then the mother, Eudoria. That actress looks familiar. She's in a lot of... Um, she looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> she's in Harry Potter. What the fuck is this director's Tell me, name? Look at that picture on IMDb with her big poofy hair. Tell me she doesn't look like Michael Jackson. I'm going to say she doesn't look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, she looks like Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. She looks like fucking Michael Jackson. She's in Fight Club. Never seen it. Yeah, she's in Harry Potter. She does a lot of Tim Burton. That's the director. She does a lot of stuff with him. She's in Ocean's 8. Maybe that's what I know her from. She looks like fucking Michael Jackson, bro. That's funny. Jesus. I've never seen Harry Potter. Because I'm an anti-Harry Potter. I've seen him. But we are an anti-Harry Potter podcast, so I'll stick with it. Um, Enola Holmes, though. I'll just say this before we get into it. It was okay. Okay. Spoilers. Heavy, of course, as always. Um, I feel like we might be different on this movie for the first time ever. I think you're right. Wow. We'll see how, how, I mean, different for us could be five fucking points at this point. Okay. But we'll see. Plot slash story, I give it a 13. Give it a 15. All right. Uh, I thought that it didn't do anything incredible. Yeah. It was a mystery. I thought they actually killed fucking, spoiler alert, again, we said spoiler. I thought the, the boyfriend dude was dead. I thought they actually killed him. I didn't. As soon as he got shot, I said, he's not dead. Well, that's what I thought. And I was like, did they actually just fucking kill this guy? <laughs> and then I was like, ah, no, they didn't fucking oh, kill him. Oh, he got the fucking knight's armor out of nowhere. Okay, question about that scene. I yeah. asked Riley this question. I said, Riley, if Grandma Coco shot me, would you beat the fuck out of her after? Because that girl should just beat the fuck out of Grandma right now. I'm going to be honest. There's a dead old lady in the hallway. Like, like you just <laughs> fucking shot him. Like, Because the old lady, like, or the Enola, like, walks up to her and, like, hugs her or whatever. And then, like, cries about it. Like. I was like, and I told her, I was like, Riley, if Grandma Coco ever shoots me, I love Grandma Coco, just beat the shit out of her. Mom, that's, I'm sorry right. if you're listening to this. Mom, if you ever shoot me, I'm going to get a gang on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you got to beat the old lady's ass. Especially because <laughs> have to. It's girl, girl. It's not like me beating up Riley's grandma, which I probably still would do if she shot Riley. And the whole point of it was like reform for London. Yeah. And like, you know, give women rights and stuff. Yeah. Voting and rights. And she's a woman. She's killing people because she likes the old way. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, why? I don't know, Ty. Crazy old lady? That's how people thought back in the day, though. She's they thought that. women shouldn't be fucking... Even the woman thought that. But yeah. how can you believe what she thinks if she doesn't? If she can't think good enough to make votes? Like, your opinion's wrong on this. By your logic. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um, the whole mystery element, I thought they did an okay job. I think the reason I gave it such a low score, though, is... I feel like they never answered the question of the mom. I thought they did. They kind of found out what she was doing. She was with the Secret Society of Other Chicks. She was going to do a bombing if the reform reform thing didn't get passed. Is that what was going to happen? I feel like I never got the answer. Yeah, no, there's a couple different things. It was like, oh, they have to make the statement. When they went and found all the bombs, like the little warehouse thing she did. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No, yes. I yeah, but that. like there was all the, the pictures and stuff. And it was like, yeah, they were going to do like so a bombing. a terrorist. Well, sort of, yeah. I don't know. I just, I felt like. They're going to make a scene to make a sta- a political statement with bombs. I feel like this movie was so much like about the mom and then it transitioned to that Tewksbury kid. And I don't know. I feel like it was just, it was super fucking long. That was another problem. I thought this movie was too long uh, personally. And I think they were just, it was almost like they're trying to do two mysteries at once. And I don't know if they, I don't know if I would have preferred if they just would have went one way or even, I know they used like they, the mom is connected, loosely connected in that way. 
But, like, I thought the mom would be connected to Tewksbury. Like, she hired someone to kill him because she didn't want reform or vice versa. Like, I don't know. I think I would have liked it to come all together a little bit better. And like I said, I thought this movie was too long. I agree it could have been a little shorter. Um, it was like two hour, ten minutes, I want to yeah, say. Two, I think it was 204. Um, but I think the mom, the mystery behind the mom and the other mystery were the same, were all for the same goal. And I think it was a situation where the mom was going to do something and make a scene, but Enola even beat her mom to it and fixed it before she had to do that. Yeah. And that was kind of the point. Um, but I agree it was a little long. I liked some of the mystery, some of the, the grandma finding her being cool and the grandma being behind it with the guy. Um, I, I just liked it. I just liked I the story. Know. I thought it wasn't incredible. It's not like it's in my top thing. Also, Go ahead, sorry. No, I was done. Oh, also, why... I didn't understand this. Like, why was she not... Still, that guy's. I forgot the word they used, but like her ward. older's. Like, I I said wasn't ward. she still his ward at the end of the movie? But Unless like, he gave that up, which I think he was like, I'm fucking done. Okay. You can be Sherlock's now. And Sherlock isn't the same as Mycroft. Minecraft. <laughs> to where he was fine with her. He isn't going to fucking find someone to take her and put her in a place she doesn't want to be. Well, then they have the whole dynamic. Like, Sherlock like told her to come to a town square. And then she, like, left the little fucking pine cone on the thing. And then he grabbed it and didn't get it. But she was, like, hiding. Like, I don't know what her goal was there. Probably just, she said. She was like, oh, this is definitely him trying to find me. But it's still too intriguing for me not to go. Why wouldn't she want to go with Sherlock? I thought she liked Sherlock. Well, because the other brother was there. And I think she, the whole point was her to be her own person. Alone. Enola. I'll talk about that a little bit in key elements. But I gave it a 13 for the plot stuff story. I just got a little bored. I'll be honest. I got a little bored. We'll talk about in key elements. Visual cinematography, what'd you give it? Because I feel like this is the least boring, least interesting category to talk about. 13. Give it 14. Um, I thought there were some shots I really liked. They got creative with some things. Two things really knocked it off. I don't know if you saw this. One, uh, the train. Not when they were on it, but there was a couple scenes where the train was just driving by. Looked fucking terrible. Like just bad CGI. And then two, at the very end, like this knocked it off like probably two points for me. At the very end when she's like walking and then they pan up over London, those buildings looked fucking terrible. It looked like it was from a Skyrim game from four years ago. Didn't catch that. It was bad. Like it wasn't bad, but it was bad. Like you could tell they were fake. I wonder what the budget was for this. Bet I could um, figure that out. It looked like it looked like a Skyrim game. Skyrim, no, Assassin's Creed. That's what I'm thinking of. It looked like <laughs> Assassin's Creed, but like next-gen Assassin's Creed. So, like, it just it, it kind of took me out of it. I didn't like that. And if you're going to do CGI and you're not shooting, like, an amazingly filmed movie with no – there was no music or anything, really, that I could think of that really – you know, they had some cool scenes, like some cutaways to the, the her pa- past and whatnot and just some cool framing, but not enough to – it was, like, a, a, a good, okay movie, like a 15, which is still, like, 7.5 out of 10, but then those that CGI was just bad. <laughs> and that's what brought it down. Yeah, I liked the, uh, like you said, the cutaways, like almost like the book, like the old timey book type shots. And oh, I got a question to ask you. Keep going. The paper. I kind of like stuff like that. It kind of adds character yeah. to it. Um, I like that. Other than that, there was nothing too incredible. What did you think about the whole breaking the fourth wall, talking into the Loved camera? It. There was. I liked it for the most part. There was one scene where I cringed. When? When they were in the bat, like, so he goes to rescue her from the woman's thing or whatever. And then she like looks in the camera. She's like, what do you guys think we should do? Yeah, I didn't like that one. Riley's like, okay, Dora. 
<laughs> I was laughing. Like that one felt so forced. Yeah, I didn't like that one as much. Uh, the, the other rest of ones, it was fine though. It I felt thought. like the office humor almost with the other ones. Like, are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Just stare at the camera, like communicating without communicating. Yeah, I thought it worked really well. Well, she also communicated with communicating too. Though. That is true. But I thought it was fine. It was just that one that that didn't knock any points off. But that one we were, I was laughing at. So, key elements, Jason. I feel like this is where we're gonna have a very large difference. Eighteen. Jesus Christ, I was giving it 18. What the fuck, man? I thought for what they were trying to do, it was great. It was fantastic. I just got bored. Um, it was a detective movie. <laughs> it had all the detective elements. Maybe I just don't like detective movies. Um, but that part was fine. I think what really gave me the points with key elements, and I think this is why it had such a high Rotten Tomato score, and I think I think movies fall into this trap. Reviewers fall into this trap all the time. We talked about it with a different movie. I think um, Palm Springs is one we talked about, depending on what you say. It was really woman empowering. You know what I mean? Like, it was a woman lead, kind of becoming her own person, okay. women's voting rights. Like, I thought the whole thing was just, and like, you know, it's a Nola Holmes, not Sherlock Holmes. I thought the whole thing was like supposed to be like a message to, you know, little girls or whatnot. You know, be your own person, whatever. You could do it too, which is awesome. I love that. Um, and that's why I gave it such a high score because I do think it was trying to, you know, attribute that, not attribute that, um, accomplish that in some way. And I think they did. They absolutely did. I think it was a great message. Um, and I was even looking at some of the critics' reviews, and they were saying how such of a good message, like this one right here, an ideal work for its target audience with its positive and affirmational, affirmation, affirm, affirm, affirmable, mentionable, affirmative, no, affirmative, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> Okay, it's affirmative. It's a affirmational, affirmational. Okay. How do you say that word? Affirmational. That's what I fucking Affirmation. said when you said no. Affirmational message and the considerable charm of its star. Can, um, you, can you start over? Because I completely lost what he was trying to say. An ideal work for its target audience with its positive and affirmational, <laughs> affirmational message and the considerable charm of its star. So it's about the message. Um, yeah. And so there were some other ones like that. I don't want to keep going because I can't read. But I think it did fantastic in that. I'm not the type like stuff. Positive messages definitely do sway it positively for me. And I'm not saying I'd rate this movie rotten per se. But I do think it can have a little bit too much of an impact in terms of when you look at this movie having a 92 compared to movie 91. Compared to movies that don't get that high of a rating that I think are much better made movies. You know, I just think sometimes they can take that into account a little bit too much. I have a different opinion on why it has such a high score, okay. Um, which I'll get to. Okay. But I think in terms of just key elements, I thought it wasn't a huge comedy, but there was a lot of funny moments. Okay. It was a good mystery. There was, you know, the detective aspect of it, a little bit of the romance, but not too much. Yeah. And it wasn't like just thrown on. It was very much key plot point. Well, that was, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I thought they fucking executed everything great. Yeah. Everything they were trying to achieve and the type of movie they were making, they made that movie. Yeah, and I thought the key element, I think the the uh, romance part of it too, because like they teased the romance, but at the end of the day, she still went off to do her own thing. She didn't need the boy. It kind of broke from that standard. Mm-hmm. Again, I think that's what they were trying to do, make it that kind of you know woman empowering. I don't want to say woman empowering, but you get what I'm saying. You, well, I you think it was. It was a you know it wasn't a she needed her brother Sherlock, who obviously yeah. is a smart guy. She didn't need the guy she met. She you know said no, and then was like, hey, maybe I will go and help him. Yeah, but she was the main character. She was doing what she wanted. I just I felt like woman empowering wasn't the right term, but maybe it is. Empowerment, yeah. I think it is right. I just when I think of empowerment, I think of like I don't know. I don't wanna I'm trying not to sound negative. 
So woman empowerment does not sound negative. No. Okay, good. I don't think so at all. Okay. Because I don't want people to think that I think that they are already not empowered. <laughs> they are, and this was a good example of that. Okay, yes. They were not empowered in this movie, in this universe. No. No, they weren't. They made them go to school and shit. But then yes. between the mother and Enola, they showed that they were. Got it. All right. Characters, Jason. Hold on. 18. I mean, what the fuck, man? What? 18. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown was fantastic in this. I don't understand. Oh, we're going to disagree on this. You're just giving it 18s left and right. I mean, it got a 13 and 13 to start it off. I also gave it an 18. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown was fantastic. The side characters were okay. Uh, Henry Cavill, charming, very handsome. Riley doesn't think he's handsome, surprisingly. No, he's incredible. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought she carried this movie, though. I think the side characters were good enough. I'm not saying they were bad, but they were good enough to do their thing, and I think she was just charismatic and charming and really relatable to the audience and i thought she did fantastic i have nothing but positive things to say to her absolutely agree um fantastic as a lead in this like you said charming the comedy hit because of her the emotional stuff hit henry cavill is great as sherlock holmes um he didn't steal the movie which is good as a yeah. side character yeah but you enjoyed his portrayal of that character throughout it minecraft was a dick yeah and a very good dick <laughs> Yes, he was. Um, the mother's chaotic nature kind of fit very well if you look at the three different kids she's had. Yeah, very true. I thought she was very chaotic, had a lot going on there, and she has very, three very different kids yeah. with all small pieces of that. Um, and the, then the, the, the love guy interest. Was, he was, I think he was replaceable. I think you could have put anyone. Like The actor himself, I don't think, did anything above and beyond. I agree. I think he was the only thing that kind of kept it from getting a 20 for me, honestly. Wow. Because I loved all the characters. He was fine. Um, the grandma and that kind of part of it, I guess they were also partially villains, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I thought everyone did great. I really enjoyed the characters in this. Yeah, she did fantastic. This is a uh, franchise waiting to happen, by the way. I don't know if they can make a franchise in a Netflix. Let's get to enjoyment and then talk about it. <sighs> enjoyment 14. 16. Like I said, I got a little bit bored through part of it, just some of the detective stuff. And like I said, I thought it was a little too long. Um, Millie Bobby's Brown's charmingness couldn't save it completely for me, um, being like 20 minutes too long. And a 14 still on the rewatchable would recommend. It's actually uh, would not go out of my way to watch again, but I would watch again and would recommend to someone who has not watched it. 16, a little higher than that. I enjoyed this movie. I had a good time with it. It's not one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. But going back to why I think it has such a good Rotten Tomato score, at the end of this movie, I was almost hoping they wouldn't answer the question about the mom, and okay. the mom wouldn't show up. I wish they would have cut that off, because I want to see these characters in another story with a better story. Okay. I want to see this as a as a franchise. Yeah. I really liked her, Enola Holmes, like the main lead character. Yeah. I liked Sherlock as the brother, um, and I think they can use this and make another movie. I didn't really care about this movie before I saw it had good reviews. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's, re let's fucking watch it. Let's review it. If a second one were to come out, I would honestly be looking forward to it. Yeah, it was good. I really liked the characters. I didn't like the story and how they used them. But I was hoping that they would set up a sequel in this. Well, you still gave story a 15. And again, it was okay. Yeah. But I think if they did something better, it could be an incredible movie. That's fair. Because I really liked it. And I was, I was hoping they would leave that mystery for them to solve in the second. So maybe... Yeah, maybe they don't solve it, keep people... Because I said it, I didn't really see how it tied in. 
Uh, maybe they just don't solve it all together. Cut the movie out by 20 minutes. Um, Which would have helped the story. It would have been less boring. Maybe they end it. Do they even do the Sherlock scene? Or do they end it right there when she's looking up from the newspaper and smiles? Yeah. Cut to black right there. Boom, done. And then... Still on the search for her mom. Yeah, you don't know what's going on with the love story. And then you can kind of even dive into that mom thing. Because I feel like that's kind of too... Like, I think that was my problem with it is like they kind of like just kind of briefly explained it. Like the mom did all this shit for Enola to find her. And it was kind of like she just showed up like, oh, you know, I was going to, you know, I had to do what I had to do. Like whatever. Like it would have been cool if it the se- if they did a second movie, if that kind of, I don't know, explained it more, I guess. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, yeah. I think we're on the same page there. Because I really like these characters. I really like what they can do with them. Yeah. Make an enjoyable movie. Um, I just think this one was a little too long. Some of the plot could have been a little better, but there's really good framework here to keep making these type of movies. Will they though? Because it's a Netflix movie. I think so. I, I think know. all these actors are young enough, um, and it was a very successful, very high-rated movie. Yeah. Where I don't see why they wouldn't. Do you think? Uh, random question. Do you think uh, Henry Cavill is too buff to play Sherlock Holmes? No. He seems too buff. No, he's fine. I've never seen a Sherlock Holmes movie, by the way. I think I've seen maybe the RDJ first one. Don't remember it. Well, Sherlock Holmes wasn't real. No, it wasn't real. I don't know. No, it wasn't. Okay. What was that book? <laughs> a little bit of a tangent. Um, oh, wow. Enola and Minecraft are like real siblings in the books, obviously. Anyways, um, <laughs> what was that book? It was like we read it in like third or fourth grade. It was like Sherlock Holmes, but it wasn't. It was like a modern Sherlock Holmes, I think. It was like a kid detective. Junie Do you remember that at all? Huh? Junie B. Jones. Isn't that a girl? It was a guy. Yeah. Oh, guy? Yeah. I don't I don't remember that even a little bit. Was it it wasn't um maybe it was Sherlock Holmes and it was just like a modern day teenage Sherlock Holmes. It wasn't the Hardy Boys. The 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 Maybe it was the Hardy Boys. No, it wasn't the I think it was the Hardy Boys. I just remember there was – okay, if anyone's read this book can remember, text me. There was – but I remember it was a book that had like multiple uh, mysteries in it or whatever. And one of them was this guy – I don't remember exactly what the mystery was. But how the detective solved it is the guy was like, yeah, I was sitting on the hood of my car when this happened. And then the detective was like, no, you just said you drove four hours. You wouldn't be able to sit on the hood of your car because it would be burning hot. Boom, and he got arrested. And I just remember reading that like – That's kind of weak. Damn. That's kind of weak. Okay, for a third or fourth grader? No, maybe he said he set the baby on the car because... Oh, my God. Oh, oh. I think it was this kid. Encyclopedia Brown. Boy what Detective. F- what a fucking lame name. Maybe it wasn't him. I don't know. September 2007. That's like right around our our youth. Nate the Great. Maybe it was A to Z Mysteries. Maybe. It wasn't Nancy Drew... Smart guy. Name of this book is just called Smart Guy. Was it Smart Guy? The titular <laughs> Smart Guy? <laughs> so I don't like, know. That's fucking great. Like, this dude's pretty smart. What should we call him? Smart guy. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, Friday the 14th. Heard that was a classic book. You ever read that book? <laughs> no. No, I haven't, Jay. Um, for those that don't know, I wrote a book in fifth, sixth grade because we had to write books. And it was Friday the 14th about a bunch of people going to an amusement park and getting murdered by Mason Morhees. Which makes no sense because 14 isn't an unlucky number. That's just a regular day. And then Tyler picked up on me <laughs> and also did like a horror spinoff. His was uh, 
nightmare on whatever street. And <laughs> instead of killing people while sleeping, his character would kill people while eating. I like that. And uh, That's when you're at your most vulnerable. I don't know if you remember, but we got our, our horror books <laughs> grinded to a halt because you had a very racist chapter that you read to the class. No way. It wasn't race. It was like stereotypical. I remember your character's was an african-american and he was eating kfc that's not good and yeah and he got killed and i remember after that mr greg is like no more horror stories for you and jason i think what actually happened (laughs) is it was too scary for him and he didn't want to read those (laughs) it was what actually happened is you never actually said skin tone that everyone else was assuming yeah and everyone else was at fault absolutely i mean that's not problematic i mean you were sixth grade it was just a stupid (laughs) joke but oh boy Enola Holmes, though. I mean, they have all the books to back it up. I don't know if this, like, follows a book in particular, but, I mean, I don't think there's any Sherlock Holmes, like, book fans out there, like Artemis Fowl book fans. But uh, they could easily make a, a franchise out of this. Maybe even, I don't know if this movie, no, it was a Netflix movie. Maybe they do theatrical releases. I don't know if Netflix is into that, but. I think they've done it once or twice. I know the Irishman did, I think, just yeah. for Oscar-worthy, Oscar buzz or whatever, to be oscar What's the fucking word I'm thinking of? Considered for the Oscars, Oscar nominated. Oscar qualified. No, qualified. Yes. Qualified. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, they could do it, though. They got a great lead. She's young. Henry Cavill. He's kind of the the big name. I mean, maybe not. Well, Millie Bobby Brown's big, but he's kind of like the other big name that can kind of drive people to the movie. It's true. I think they have a recipe for success here. Or it'll just be a one-time movie. I hope not, because I think they can do this better. Tyler, I have a new segment idea. Talk to me. That I just came up with right now. That we're going to start every week. Okay. It's going to be the random movie recommendation of the week. Before that, we should finish our segment that we started last week with favorite and least favorite character. Okay. My favorite character was Sherlock Holmes. Really? I like Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. Oh, my one was Millie Bobby Brown. Well, I mean, that's the main character. That feels easy. Okay, then my favorite was Minecraft. Nah, fuck him. Because he was fucking awesome. My least favorite was the uh, the old lady in charge of the school. I thought she was kind of funny, though. I liked how she had, like, a thing for Minecraft. Yeah, that's fine. She, like, she, she got rude. a little horny with him. She had no reason to smack smack Anola. That's true. I wasn't called for. She got a little horny, though. I mean, a little bit. I don't want to think about it. You know who I don't like? Who? I don't like the guy who's trying to kill the kid. Because there's no way he lives through that fucking warehouse explosion. I wanted to bring that up in plot. I forgot. No, yeah, that's... He probably got lit the fuck up there. Like... They were planning on bombing things, you know, if if this didn't go right. Enola just lit everything. You would assume it's a bombing. But, I mean, she had time to get out. Well, yeah, but he probably had time to also get out. I don't know. She ran, and the fire was going off, and he was, like, in the middle of it. Like, oh, no. I but, like, she dead. was she had a farther – she was farther away from the exit than he was. But she – And she lit it all as she was running out. Exactly. And then he which means he's like, right by the door. I don't think so. I think he's 10 feet from the door at most. Because you don't see him running behind her. He would have ran behind her. Why would he not keep chasing her? He's dead. I mean, he should have died. His face might be a little fucked up. I will give you that. I don't understand how he doesn't die for that, but then he like dies from hitting his temple too hard on a little sharp object. It bashed his fucking brains in. She finally got the the <laughs> the corkscrew. The corkscrew. That was also very predictable. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Saw that one. I didn't realize they were gonna have him bash his fucking brains <laughs> on the thing though. I was like, oh shit! Like she just killed this guy. Um, before I get into my random movie recommendation. And these are just random movies that come in your head. It doesn't have to be a fantastic movie. Okay. But you don't have to do it this week. We'll take turns. This is my week. Okay. 
Um, what's your final score, though, before I give that? My final score for Nola Holmes is an 81. Jason? I gave it a 76. 76. Seems a little weak. Seems a little weak. Um, let's see where it, where it places. And Nola Holmes is 14th on our movie scale, right below Good Boys, right above Hustlers. That's probably actually uh, 78.5. Perfect. That's actually, I think that's perfect. I would have put it just above Good Boys. Um, I love which I gave comedy. it one point higher than Good Boys, so that seems fair. I love me a good comedy though. Let's see here, Jay. Let's see. In terms of your movies, you gave this a seventy-nine. No, what's the you give this? Seventy-six. You gave Prisoners a better score. The Devil All the Time a better score. Um, it got the same score as Project Power. A little bit better than Major League. Better than Eurovision. And it probably should be better than Project Power. Oh well. Oh, Padres Dodgers top second no score. I'm a little scared. Um, random movie recommendation. This was a movie I thought of while watching this movie because the house in this movie looked like the house that Enola Holmes was in. It is oh a- oh uh, Miss Miss Peregrine's yes. For peculiar oh my children. god! How the fuck did I you don't think know? Of that? I don't know. But I just fucking you said the house and I was like that reminds me of that house. How random's your movie? If I can think of it right away, that's a random fucking movie. It's a very random fucking movie. I've only ever seen it one time too. I don't know how I just pulled that out of my ass. I feel so good right now. I don't know how you did either. I want to go buy a lottery ticket. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar ch- Peculiar Chicken. <laughs> I almost said chicken. <laughs> She's got a bunch of weird chickens. Uh, children. Um, I'll be honest, I don't remember it that much, but I remember liking it. And I remember they left it open for a sequel because it's like a book series. And I don't think they've made a sequel or if they're going to make a sequel. But I remember being excited for there being a sequel. Um, I know it's something to do with like time loops and the war and stuff like that. Uh, it's got a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. Yeah, 64, 6.7 on IMDb. It's a good watch. It's a good just kind of I don't want to say sci-fi but like a uh, like a fantasy kids movie. It's PG-13, but it's it's a movie that the whole family can enjoy. It's not something that's going to blow you away, but I think it's a good watch. Want to burn 2 hours on a Friday night. Um can't think of something. I would recommend this movie. That's fair. It made 300 million in the box office. Well, let's see here. I don't I don't have it. Fantasy. Did I say fantasy? That's what it is. Here it is. Uh, it is streaming on FUBU. <laughs> okay. And FX. Uh, also, Amazon to buy. FX now. It's free, though. So, if you have FX, go watch Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Do you like my, my new segment idea? I do like it because I got some random movies in my head that I'm going to be throwing out. Like Rat Race? No. Never seen that one. Um, yes, I don't even know how I would begin to watch it. So the next book is called Hollow City. Apparently, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children was hailed as the next Harry Potter, according to Screen Rant. Yeah, I mean, people, a lot of people say that. It's very hard to make eight good movies. I can't think of another franchise that has made eight good movies about one character. You know what else was supposed to be the next um, Harry Potter? Furious hasn't. You know what else was supposed to be the next Harry Potter? Artemis Fowl. And it's shit. Um, Hollow City was uh, the next movie, and they're saying the chances is slim. So I guess not. That's tough. I mean, this movie came out four years ago. It came out in 2016. Wow. Yeah, it's an old movie. No, I thought it was older than that. I was thinking like 14 to 12 range. Oh, no. I watched it with Riley. So in your head, you thought this movie came out after Toy Story or before Toy Story 3. (laughs) 100%. 100%. (laughs) Um, So Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. That's a random movie wreck. Uh, Enola Holmes. You haven't watched that. Watch that as well. Solid movie. I feel like your random movie recommendation's good because if they're listening to this, we just spoiled the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Of Enola Holmes. So here's a new movie that we haven't spoiled that we're just like, hey, 
go watch this. And we're not going to review this though. No, this not isn't a, a podcast episode. No, just go watch it. I might, I might even watch it. <laughs> you got any and you can just be like, hey, I watched it with Tyler. It says it's on Hulu premium subscription. Watch now. Premium, which is FX. Oh, I think if you have FX, it hooks up to Hulu. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I don't have anything else. Do we know what we're reviewing next week? Mm. Oh, yes. Actually, I have an idea. I haven't talked to you about it yet. Hubie's Halloween. Fuck yeah. Know exactly what it is. I think it comes out tonight. Yeah, it came out today. Adam um, Sandler movie. <laughs> Halloween, it's October. Let's get spooky, folks. Uh, it looks really bad. <laughs> it looks really bad. Does it have a rating yet? Uh, it's got an IMDb rating, 5.3. I don't know if five point three isn't that bad, especially for an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, fifty six percent. That's good. If if Adam Sandler can get above fifty on a comedy movie, that's good. Oh yeah, no doubt. He's got one hell of a mustache in this too. Good <laughs> lord, Hubie Halloween. I love it. I actually just saw this, um, and I'm glad you brought it up. Okay, good. So Hubie Halloween. Make sure you watch that before next Monday. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.